It's the night of the Delhi Capitals when two teams came into this game. They had so much riding on it, their playoff chances, who knows what else, as the standards of the IPL only get higher and tougher with 10 teams. But after uh, 40 overs, the Delhi Capitals and the Punjab Kings, 17 runs is the difference and it's in favour of Rishabh Pant's side. You think a game that was dealt a severe blow when Punjab found themselves 5 for 61 at the fall of Liam Livingston's wicket. And after that, Jitesh Sharma managed to keep their uh, interests intact. But it was always going to be a stretch once they'd lost their top order that early. We look back at that game and its moments that defined it. On Maruti Suzuki presents ESPN Trick and 40 20 timeout, powered by Kunain 5G with Piyush Chawla and Sanjay Manjrekar. Let's start with you, Piyush. Quite the game in the end, fair to say. Punjab's top order has let them down. Yeah, for sure. Because when you're chasing 160, you expect your top order to do well because it's just like eight runs per over and you can take your time. But here we didn't see that and the way they've started and uh, disappointing to see a few of the batters playing those shots. If you talk about uh, Bhanuka, he's been backed by Kings, uh, by Punjab Kings right from the beginning. But the kind of uh, shots he plays, it's not about getting out, but the way he's getting out, that's really disappointing. And Mayank also, the way he's playing in this tournament so far, he's looking totally out of touch. It's yeah, quite a disappointing uh, batting show by them. Yeah, yeah, true. We have to look at those key moments. We'll come to Johnny Bairstow in just a moment because he's such a big wicket. But fair to say that there was adrenaline, there was momentum for Delhi when Shardul Thakur bowled that over and got both Dhawan and Rajapaksha. Yes, and in the end, uh, you know, four wickets and that is what Shardul Thakur brings you. You know, he bowls the ball where you, if you're a captain, you're wondering, oh dear, that's right there in the slot to be creamed for a six and he gets you a wicket. But the quality of wickets, I mean, Bhanuka, Jitesh Sharma, Dhawan and Rabada, those were his four wickets. But more than that, you know, when you lose five wickets in the first eight overs, mm. the spine is broken. You know, after that, uh, it's very difficult to come back. So, some quality was th uh, seen through Anrik Nokke and Shardul Thakul coming to the fore. And that really destroyed, uh, you know, the team in chase. Yeah, Shardul's ball to Shikhar Dhawan, though. That's one where you can give a lot more marks to the bowler. Absolutely. And even Shikhar Dhawan acknowledged that there was extra bounce, it was a bit too close and he plays that kind of shot. But the ball just bounced on him, it was a cross-seam delivery. And Shardul has this ability mm. to, you know, get wickets. And not only in this format, he surprised all of us by his, uh, you know, potency in test match cricket in overseas conditions. So, great for uh, Delhi that they had him in wicket-taking form. The spinners bowl well as well. Kuldeep just bowled the yeah. three. Akshar, I thought, bowled the best that he's done in a while. So, after they lost those early wickets, Johnny Bairstow looked really dangerous. Yeah, there was a slim chance that they were going to come back. Yeah, I mean, let's just quickly talk about Shardul Thakur. Piyush, I think you would say after that game against Rajasthan that that's the best he's bowled this season. He's had an off-season with the ball. Delhi used him differently. Today, I guess, was the best of Shardul. I mean, every time I say that, I tend to think of how much batters have also contributed to their own downfall. But credit to Shardul, I guess. 100% because those two wickets in one over where he got Shikhar Dhawan and Bhanuka out, that really, you know, turned the game because two new batters came at the crease. And if you see, even in the slog, the way Shadul bowled, he bowled beautifully and he got Delhi back in the game. And if you see overall, he's getting into that bowling form right at, you know, at the right time for Delhi Capitals as well. Andrik Nokia too. He was the best that we've seen him. In a while, you know, bowling quickly. Yeah. Uh, there's control. He bowled 150 kilometers per 
our ball that got Johnny Best. So things are looking good. You know, people yeah. hitting form at the right time for Delhi. Yeah, let's, let's since you brought that up, let's talk about Andrik Norke because there could have been a strong case to play Mustafizur Rahman. And Norke is still not the Norke that's miserly that he was in the UAE in the IPL. But his ability to get a key wicket, I guess, is the reason he's in this team, Sanjay? Uh, yes, and maybe, you know, people in the team management know Andrik Nokia better than all of us, mm -hmm. where they felt that he'll take a while to get into his real rhythm. And even in the last couple of games, he was playing and you were wondering whether he's the right choice because he wasn't looking like Andrik Nokia of the, you know, couple of years back, one season back where he looked a million dollars. Today, you know, when you saw him running in, the rhythm was there, the pace was there, the yeah. control was there. And if that happens, then it's very difficult. To get away. I mean, Johnny Best mm. was beaten by pace, wasn't he? Yeah, let's talk about that wicket, Piyush. Uh, I mean, Besto looked dangerous, ominous. It, it, now, was that a shot that was on by Besto at the time? But no case, 152 Ks, the fastest ball of the game, was that very ball to Besto. So, credit to the bowler? 100% uh, credit goes to the bowler here because before that, he has uh, pulled Nokia twice for boundary, but still he backed his delivery and he bowled that proper head high bouncer. And where he couldn't control a shot and it went straight to the deep square leg where the field was set. So, credit goes to Enric Nokia for sure for this big wicket. Mm. Now, the big moment, you'd think, because Besto in a chase of 160, if he's gotten you off to a bit of a flyer 28 in quick time, you think, right, there's momentum, they could carry on from here. But the wicket of Liam Livingston, the inform Liam Livingston, and not in a fashion that we haven't seen before. Let's get both Piyush and Sanjay's thoughts on it. Take me through the batter's perspective first, what that wicket told you and how big a moment that was. Uh, he came in at a time when, you know, his team was in a losing position. So, it needed a fantastic Liam Livingston innings. If he had come at the loss of, say, one or two wickets, uh, you would have felt that it wasn't that huge a responsibility. Just watching that innings, uh, you know, watching his body language, he felt this match is getting out of our hand. So, let me try something that I've been doing and hopefully tonight is my night as well. Two balls from Kuldeep Yadav, two wrongans that he bowled to the right-hander. He didn't pick both. One, he reacted off the pitch, didn't play that too well. The second one was again the wrongan and he went down the pitch to slog it. So, I made a little note that he didn't pick Kuldeep Yadav hmm. twice in that short tenure. He must have faced about three, four balls at the most from Kuldeep and didn't pick two. So, that's something that... Not only me, I think few people will make a note of. Mm. Piyush, Livingston's had a terrific IPL season, but this is still an area he needs to work on, picking the wrist spinner? Yeah, definitely. And Kuldeep is somebody who is difficult to pick from the hand, like especially who is not picking Kuldeep from the hand because he does. he's not that traditional thing. He uses traditional thing which he bowls with the seam up. He uses the wobble seam. He uses that cross seam. So, it's very difficult to pick him up in the air as well. So, it, Few of the batters who doesn't pick him up from the hand, they just pick it up, uh, pick him from the pitch. And where that uh, pace comes into play, because if you are picking him up from the pitch, you get that split extra second to read that ball. But uh, today the pace was spot on, and where he, you know, fogs to Liam mm. Livingston for sure. That's the other thing about Kuldeep Yadav, the pace that he bowled at. I was making notes of uh, every time he bowls, you know, this, the pace, the speed at which he bowls is crucial. He was in the mid-80s, late-80s. 84, 89 was his sure. consistent uh, pace. And the trajectory as well. Not too much of the, you know, flight deliveries. He knew the batters were going to go after him. The pitch had turned for him, even if he bowled quickly. Hmm. 
about the timing of the choice of shot by Livingston. He just come in, Piyush, he's seen Agarwal get out. So there were four for 60 at that stage. Now, would you say that is Livingston? He is going to take a few chances. Or would you say, no, we, we've seen Livingston play a responsible innings in the last game. There was a lot riding on him and that shot was not on? Well, definitely that shot was not on because if you want to take your chances, you take your chances against somebody who's not has those skills. Somebody Kuldeep, like someone like Kuldeep has got. Because Kuldeep can bowl one coming in, one going out, even he can bowl straight over one. If you want to take your chances, you can take your chances. Somebody like Akshay Patel, either he'll just bowl away from you or just coming into you. And you can pick him up from the hand. But Kuldeep is somebody who's tough to pick from the hand. So I think uh, that shot was not on, especially against Kuldeep. If he wanted to take his chances, could have taken again the faster bowler or against Akshay. Is that a pressure-induced shot or is that a calculated risk gone wrong? I could be completely wrong, uh, but you know, just watching his body language, his expressions today when he came out, he seemed like he was in a defeatist mode. He felt that this match is out of reach and uh, he wasn't like, you know, I'm going to make something happen there. So perhaps he said, you know, let me just try my luck. Hmm. And not great selection of bowl. I mean, there's something uh, we saw with Mitchell Marsh in the first half, which Liam Livingston could have learned from because he only went after bowlers that he knew he could get away with. Considering that he was the only dangerous batter left, he could have been a little yeah. more selective. Not to mention that this is still a 160 target and Jitesh Sharma has showed had he had maybe one batter with him a bit longer, they've fallen three hits short, effectively. Yeah. So, this puts in perspective the Jitesh Sharma innings, impressive for you? Yes, and uh, batting depth, you know, this is what it does. And Jitesh Sharma, there have been a few. Tilak Verma is another mm. one. You know, these guys uh, uh, playing steadily. These are not guys who are... Uh, striking at 140, 150, but showing good temperament, good skills as well. They've got the big game when needed. Shardul Thakur was hit for a six. So, yes, um, you know, time when the team was losing, another young player has mm. put up his hand, just like Tilak Verma for yeah. Mumbai Indians. I mean, this is a, he's been around first class cricket a while, Piyush, hasn't he? I'm sure you've played enough against Jitesh Sharma. He's taken a call to not play first class cricket, focus on white ball cricket. It's been a great season, you think, for him, capped by today's innings. He's almost like the steal of the auction at his base price. Yeah, if you're talking about, like, I've seen him a lot. because I don't know how many of you have seen that one incident where the batsman got hit wicket and the non-striker went and put the bales, you know, put the stumps back yeah, and the I bale remember. back. Yeah, and, yeah. and I was bowling. So, that batsman <laughs> who got hit wicket, that was Jitesh Sharma. Okay, so... So, that was Jitesh Sharma and that was a must-win game for us and he ended up getting 100. So, after the game, I met Faz Fizzle and I asked him, like, this guy looks really impressive. And this happened around 8 to 10 years back. So, he said, this guy has got that potential and we got him up, like, from under-19s and he got 100, a very good 100. So, I knew his capabilities. I've seen him a lot in uh, domestic cricket and now he's showing at this stage, like, he can play against the world-class bowlers as well. And the way he was batting and the way he was clearing the boundaries quite comfortably, he's definitely somebody, uh, you know, to look for for, for the future. Mm. Uh, point that Piyush made a bit earlier. If Punjab do a review of this season and if they are to make the argument that this was the game, had they won, could have very well made their playoffs. I mean, technically, there's a lot of other permutations, but you would think effectively now, this game could turn out to be a vital blow for uh, Punjab. We'll go back to the point Piyushala just raised on Mayanka Garwal's form. Lots of, uh, you know, you could say uh, good wishes to him and well done to him that he came in at five sacrifices position. You tweeted that too. But just looking at the way he's got out today in a crunch game, 
this sums up what's been a, almost a torrid season for my young with bat? Yeah, completely deceived by the armour. A bit too early as well. Uh, it wasn't an easy position for him to come and, you know, make a match or win the game. But he has that kind of uh, experience. He has the skills. In fact, uh, even at the test level, when you see him hitting sixes, he does that against spinners. He's a good player of spin. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be getting run. But this is a guy who's uh, short of confidence and beautiful delivery from Akshar Patel getting that, you know, ball back in. It was in armour. But uh, bad shot. He mm. played for the trajectory, played on the back foot. It wasn't that short. So, yeah, unfortunate uh, for Mayanka Garwal. He's not the same batter that he was last season. If, for which, at which point, I wonder if it's fair for you to raise the issue of Mayank, the captain, whether Punjab have gambled on they're one of the best batters in the IPL in the last two or three years, just on striking, ability, consistency. Mayank had such a big say in KL Rahul's Punjab team. Do you feel now that... Say 15 or 13 games into the season, that that's just weighed down on him. We've lost Mayang the batter because of Mayang the captain. Well, I don't know how much he has captained in domestic cricket and all, mm. because the captaincy is a huge responsibility. And when that burden comes on your shoulder, it clearly shows on the field. We have seen that with Jaddu, and now we are, you know, witnessing that here with Mayang Agarwal as well. He had to sacrifice his position because he was not getting runs at the top of the order. So he sacrificed that for Johnny Bairstow. Because who all we know that who's a good opening batter. He came lower down the order. As Sanjay Bhai mentioned, he's a very good player of spin bowling as well. But that confidence is not there at the moment. He just needs that one big innings and one, not even a big inning, even like good 40 runs is like going to work for him. But it's not coming for him at the moment. And that's really disappointing to see from outside because he's such a lovely player and he's a very good batter to watch out from the outside. I mean, he got a half-century in the game against Mumbai Indians, was player of the match at that game, then got injured with a toe injury. After that, it's just been a wretched run of form that culminates with a duck in a crucial game here. But let me put the same sort of question to you. If Punjab had a magic wand to try and restart the, the season, would they have said, now we'd rather have Mayang the batter? Captaincy, maybe somebody else can take Shikhar Dhawan or someone we've else. We've seen a lot of gambling happening with captains. I mean, it's been given to people that we haven't expected. Sanju Samson as captain of Rajasthan Royals. Who would have yeah. expected that? Uh, Mayank Agarwal. I mean, uh, when the auctions were happening, you're wondering, are they going to be you know, making him the captain? Because when you see certain people on the field, you wonder whether they have the leadership capabilities. Some people surprise you. Shreyas Ayer also got mm -hmm. it out of nowhere. But he looks the part. Hardik Pandya has done already. Yeah, Hardik Pandya was yeah. a big gamble and he, he's done pretty well. Uh, yes, I think it is weighing down on him. I think uh, we've seen enough to know that maybe he's just taken it, um, taken the responsibility too much. The sacrifice is one example of him, you know, taking the captaincy role very seriously. Now, in a hindsight, uh, Shikhar Dhawan could have been a, a simpler and easier choice because Mayank Agarwal at the top of the order for Punjab Kings with K. Rahul, he almost always hmm. struck quicker and played yeah. better than K. Rahul when it came to strikers. So, they've lost the batter in the process. Mm. All right. But uh, that is for Punjab to ponder upon at the end of what could be a season where they miss out on. Points table will reflect that mathematically, if they can get 14 after winning their last game against SRH, hope that Delhi lose to Mumbai and also hope that RCB slip up against Gujarat, uh, in addition to the Kolkata Knight Riders not bettering them on net run it against Lucknow, that then they could qualify. But the minute I've put so many 
riders on it, you know your chances are out. Delhi Capitals have reached the top four as a result of this win and with that net run rate, things are in their hands. They beat the Mumbai Indians and they should go through. They would need for a slip up on their end and for RCB to uh, somehow manage to lose their last game and then we're looking at Delhi missing out. But let's be fair to Delhi Capitals. Piyush, they won two in a row, first time this season. They had a pressure game, they lost the toss and fair to say that they were the better team, deserve these two points? 100% uh, they, they were the better team on the field. Like, uh, if you got the batting, as we discussed in the mid-show, they must have felt, we felt they were sure, but the way their bowlers responded to that, they bowled beautifully, they got wickets up front and that's what you need. When you just have 160 runs to defend, you need wickets up front and that's what their bowlers de delivered at the right time for them. And everyone bowled beautifully, like the faster bowlers, the spinners, everyone came mm. to the party and picked the wicket right at, at right time. Mm. I mean, the bowlers deserve a lot of credit defending 160. But now, if you look back, knowing the result at the Mitch Marsh innings, it almost stands out even more, fair to say? Absolutely. Uh, although Shardul Thakur also is in contention to be a player who made a significant impact. He broke the backbone of their batting. But Mitchell Marsh's uh, uh, restraint and the maturity with which he batted, because he got off to a flyer. And if it was left to him with wickets intact, he would have got another 80 or 50, 60 yeah. balls. But suddenly, he had to play different to his nature. And today, we saw the class of Mitchell Marsh, the batter, and not just the power hitter. So, yes, you know, when you look at the Delhi team, there are a lot of players. And this is the thing about this long IPL season that we have. When it comes to crunch time, where's the graph of all the players? I mean, you see David Warner, his graph is up. Sarfaraz Khan. Might be an opener for the next two games if Prithvi Shaw doesn't come in. And his confidence seems to be good. Mitchell Marsh is on the up. Rishabh Pant has to fire. Powell is doing pretty well. The bowling front is looking good. Akshar Patel yeah. is bowling well. Kuldeep Yadav. They've got Sakarya in the reserves. Hanrik Nokia is hitting his trap. Shardul Thakur is amongst the wickets. So, there are some good things happening. So, I'm guessing by that detailed and yet brief summary that you are backing the Delhi Capitals to make the playoffs now. I was look very impressed with the way... Um, they went at the auction and I thought they were one of the best teams in the auction, the kind of players that they, um, you know, together. yeah. And I think we did a thing before the IPL started and Delhi may I have been... I don't remember my, what that was. Yeah, I think that Delhi may have been in my top oh. four. And this time it wasn't that easy because we're talking about 10 teams, right? Mm. Top four in eight teams is not that great. Top four in 10 teams. So, you picked them pre-season as well? Uh, I think so. Maybe our producer who's sitting yeah. right here could... The maybe other three, do you remember? If they're anywhere close to the... Uh, I didn't pick Mumbai Indians. Okay. That's for sure. I picked CSK, which was a blunder <laughs> because at the time, I thought Dhoni okay. would make magic happen out of a team that didn't look that cool to me. There's, uh, save your breath now for two minutes. Let <laughs> me go to Piyush Chawla. This <laughs> is like those feel-good wins, Piyush. You think Delhi now would look like a likely team to at least secure that fourth spot? The way they won their last two games quite comfortably. Because when you win quite comfortably, your confidence goes high. And that's what we have seen. And especially these kind of games where you have 160 runs on the board. It's not that easy to defend 160. Even though wicket was a little helpful for the spinners or like uh, help the faster bowlers when they were hitting the pitch. But still, 160, if you have to defend, you have to bowl really well. So, the way they won the last game where Mitch Marsh and uh, Warner batted really well. And this game, the way their bowler came to the party... So, they are looking really good and the confidence must be high. So, yes, they are looking in top contention now. Hmm. I was going to ask the two of you who your player of the match should be. Would it be Marsh or would it be Shardul? I think the official player of the match award has gone to Shardul Thakur. Piyush, who would you have given it to? Would, you, would it be Shardul or would it be Marsh? 
Well, to be honest, I would have gone with Marsh because the kind of pitch it was, it was not that easy to bat here. And we have seen most of the batters struggle here. Mm. But uh, for me, it was Mitch Marsh because he batted mm. very sensibly and he, you know, kept the inning, innings together. Ajay? Uh, doesn't matter. I think both were, for me, equal in terms of impact. Uh, yeah, so I think it's a good choice. All this right. too, Fair either enough. way. Thank you very much to Piyush Chawla as well as Sanjay Manjrekar for their time and their thoughts. On Maruti Suzuki presents ESPN Rican for T20 Timeout powered by Icon 95G. I can give both of them a bit of a break now. We've got some fairly insignificant games building up to the playoffs. So maybe I'll get you back a little later in the and least. Piyush, can I speak on your behalf as well? Good to have a break from this gentleman as well, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> yes, I, I've learned Piyush has a genuine laugh and a fake laugh. That's the fake laugh. So which one was... Right. Yeah, this was the pay. This was like, my <laughs> <laughs> senior hai, so I will laugh. This was one of those. Okay, time, time, dekh ke fir we will call this show now. And uh, we will show you the Maruti Suzuki driving school poll of the day and wrap things up. Uh, we asked you which player you think would have scored a 50 in today's game. Your options were Livingston, Warner and Dhawan. None of them came to the party. It would have uh, obviously been only Mitch Marsh featuring in the others. Dan Vittori's favourite option, others. And that's the winner. Uh, get busy tomorrow as well. Mumbai versus Sunrisers. Join us just after uh, the toss at 7 in India. And we look forward to your company then. Till then, from all of us, it's good night.